0: We're back to the Haley Show. My guest today, again, is Steve Wright, author of Aggressively Human, former Raider Cowboy Survivor contestant. Steve, thanks for stopping by. And what we're going to do is a series of interviews in the next couple of weeks and who knows how long, different people that you have crossed paths with. And one that I think that yeah. is somebody that just literally opened the world up to the mindset was Bo Jackson and i and I'm, yeah. I'm wearing today a t-shirt that's almost gray to you know commemorate the silver and black even though I, I want my one years of loving the raiders was back in the days of lester hayes and that team that beat the eagles somehow we all could love that that underdog raider team and that's really i think of the raiders and al davis but Again, I was a huge fan of Bo Jackson and when he went to the Raiders. So uh, Steve, thanks for stopping by. And you see, I'm reminiscing about specifically that time period.
1: It it gets excitable talking about Bo. Everything he did was exciting and and drew eyes and attention. And yeah, I, I got stories about that.
0: All right, so let's go with that. If Bo Jackson, okay, let's go to the questions. Oh yeah, what was your first impression of Bo Jackson when you started playing together?
1: That's a great question. Um, It was the sixth game of the year. I believe it was like the sixth game of the year. We were, I don't know what our record was at that time, but we're all out there practicing. We knew Bo was coming in. He had signed. Is Bo signing? He signed today. Oh, he's going to be here today. So we're all kind of looking and I don't think any of us had ever met him before. And all of us have a little bit of an ego, you know, you're out there playing NFL football and you're big and bad and a great athlete and strong and tough and everything else. And then Bo give comes strutting onto the field. And we were all just, just the way he moved like a cat and strong, and then got a couple of handoffs and we all marveled at, at his explosiveness. Um, how he got through the holes so quick, we realized, you know, as offensive linemen, that our job is going to be a little bit easier. We don't have to hold the blocks as long. Um, yeah, he was just, uh, he, he shocked everybody. He humbled everybody on the field from Howie and, um, you know, our great wide receivers. All of a sudden, this guy was the stud of studs.
0: No, no doubt. I mean, absolutely. Can you share a memorable moment you had on the field with Bo?
1: Hmm. Um, it always um, not really in the field uh, laughing and chatting a whole lot Um, it was more or less you know just picking him up you know many many times he's on the ground and we're pretty close by and just throwing an arm down to him and him just latching on and hoisting him up and you know give you a little pat for you know thanks and um, love doing that so just all of all the backs but uh, a bow as well so that was it was just a, it was a nice connection that you know I got your brother um yeah right he was just yeah. he was a special to, 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 to treat to treat well he, if we treated him well he was going to treat us well.
0: So the highlights like when you're blocking for him like you talked about how you block for Tony Dorsett. let's talk about blocking for Bo Jackson and watching his genius work. Together, it's got to be amazing.
1: Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's it's different than genius, Neil. It's explosion. It's uh, rocket taking off. So anytime you see any of his long runs, you see me sixty six pulling down the line. Maybe Bo's running around the left side. I was right tackle, so I'm pulling, and I'm supposed to be getting down the line and turning up around the left tackle to get a linebacker. And by the time I'm just getting over to the tackle, Bo is already 10 yards down the field. So now it turns into, I'm just chasing him, looking for fumbles. I, you know, I haven't hit anybody. Um, it, it was just shocking to, and that's the word I keep using, just to, to see him pull away or put his head down and run people over was, was uh, a sight to behold and, again, made our job so much easier.
0: And when you think about the controversy, right, of playing two sports, just being in the minor leagues in baseball, right, maybe getting a little going up to the majors and then coming to the Raiders, that had to be surprising because a lot of you guys probably thought, there's no way, if he misses training camp, all these games, he's not going to figure out the playbook in time, and he's really not going to have a great career with the Ra- with the Raiders. And he just showed those unbelievable that you shock because you see the, the commercials and everything and you just didn't expect him to do what he did. Right.
1: Yeah. It, um <clears throat> We knew that we didn't care if he practiced um, all he wanted to do. And I talk about it in my book, all he wanted to do was run with the ball, not in practice. Um, didn't want to block on passing in, in games the way Marcus does just give him the ball. He had his, he had his place on the team and you know, extremely excelled at it. So, the coaches were cool with it. Uh, I got a funny story in there where he told one of the coaches to f off, um, and the <laughs> coach just laughed and rolled with it because it was. Uh, Bo joked around a lot with everybody. Um, he was a, he was a quiet guy, but he loved you know poking fun at, for you for any reason. Um, so, uh, special cat.
0: Totally. What do you think of off the field uh, for team leading leadership? How was Bo there? Bo just disappeared, as I
1: did. Um, Bo would we get through with practice, and some guys would hang out. Other like myself, I would. I had other friends, and so I just go down to South Bay, and where I lived down in Hermosa Beach, and Bo just uh, went off with. I think he was married at the time. Um, he had a child too. And so he was really low-key, low-key in the locker room unless he was poking fun or um, very, very quiet. Just would much rather do a one-on-one, just sit there in a, on our stools and talk about hunting or sports where his kind of thing. Um, you know, he's not out going out for cocktails after practice or, you know, going out to any clubs. Just a family man, super quiet. I always thought his nickname would be country. I, I played with a guy on one of my other teams in the Colts. And yeah, we just called him country. And he was just country. He just, no flash, just quiet, slide in, do his do his thing and get out.
0: You know, and I think about Bo Jackson in that way, the commercials, Bo knows. So he's almost like a Michael Jordan at that time period. When you were like in team meetings where fans could come around or like in the hotel and all that stuff, what was the atmosphere when Bo was, was being surrounded, when fans spotted him and stuff like that?
1: It was it was the Beatles in the middle of us. You know, everybody screaming and wanting to get the, a pen to him and, and an autograph. And I love Bo. Um, Bo is amazing, but he was really rough in the autograph territory um that bummed me out um you know because i i pick up all his leftovers and say kid you want you know you, you want to take an offensive tackles sure i'll I'll take yours and he would just you know he'd kind of blow through them a little fast <clears throat> brush people off um definitely wanted someone there helping him just to keep people away from him and he just liked to be quiet do his thing run and uh get home to his get home to his family it's just didn't like the limelight, didn't like it in front of a microphone. Right. Um, just uh, real, real pretty private, except for to all of us in the the locker room. The locker room was a uh, haven for him and, you know, all mm-hmm. of us to get, get away from the cameras and the people. And uh, So it was it was nice kind of sitting there and just chilling, sitting at, right. his, at his seat where we all are and just, uh, you know, shooting the bull.
0: If I would interview Bo Jackson, I'm gonna give you a, an example, and I hope Ralph Sampson doesn't get upset with me. Ralph is a very humble guy, and Ralph doesn't like. And he's really hard on himself, Ralph Sampson, and you know, and he has all these accomplishments. Yet he has a chip in his shoulder that he really doesn't want to talk about all his accolades. He's about the next big thing in business, Ralph. When I had him on the show, I interviewed Ralph a, little, a year ago, and I'm not a really a great media guy. Bo was the same. Do you think Bo was really hard on himself about accolades and was really humble when you talked about all of his experiences? And that's probably why he didn't really want to be in front of the media or fans as much because he just did his job and did it worked hard, but really didn't want to think of himself as that thing compared to like someone like Deion Sanders.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, you may have something there, Neil. I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, I just know that he was, he was quiet and shy. Um, hard to imagine coming out of a beast like that that just running people over and all his other abilities. But, you know, I think kind of plain and simple, he was a little shy and reserved and um, didn't like the cameras in his face, I think, more than anything. Um, I'm not sh- I don't think he was comparing himself to anybody else. Um, just wanted to kind of talk with the guys or nobody and go home. And so definitely not a media guy at all, right, Bo? No, no no not at all um i don't know of anything he's really ever done um you know uh, in an extended you know series or documentary even i don't know if he's got a documentary on him or not i don't know but yeah i've interviewed some people
0: that have never been interviewed ever it's crazy when you end up getting these opportunities and who knows when i'll get the chance to interview bo jackson or be at a golf tournament with him or different things like that because that's probably the only time you get that three minutes or something. He's he's the Marshawn Lynch before Marshawn Lynch in so many aspects.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah, like Marshawn loves, doesn't yeah. he? Oh, but that was a gimmick. Yeah. He, but
0: he utilized it right because he saw the power of social media, right? The power of things that people that really didn't want to get in front of the camera, but now can say 15 seconds compared to the other thing. Now I don't know why I mentioned Dion Sanders. Did you have any other experiences ever running into Dion? Just because of how crazy the movement is I did.
1: I did not. Um, didn't uh, I think that's I kind of been my middle you know, my career, and so I was just watching the other teams that we were playing and the positions. And you no, know, I really didn't pay, pay a whole lot of attention to TM, But he was loud and proud, and uh, he could bring it and back it up. And so did t- Bo, but Bo, Bo, okay. Bo didn't talk about. It. Bo, did, Bo did you, didn't talk about. It.
0: Did you learn anything from Bo Bo Jackson about football that you took every day, like something that he? through leadership in the relationship you had in the huddle with him?
1: I'd like to say, like to say yes, but no, I'd like to say yes, but no, I'd played a long time um, and this was going to be his first year, um, you know, in the NFL. Um, so not that I knew everything, but um, he was, he was feeling his way and his, his path was very narrow. So it was, you know, the only thing I could run, you know, learn from him is how to run faster. Um, it just, his 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 job was but as simple as it gets show up when you want to for practice and, and take the ball when we hand it to you and run as fast as you can
0: now thinking about humility i think that that comparison of you and bo is very same similar in a way you're a very humble person for your career 11 years in the nfl you're a starter not many people could say they were a starter and you were part of some pretty exciting teams. So, what do you think your humility comes from? Because Bo definitely has that humility. What do you think?
1: Um, it's funny. I was talking about this in a podcast the other day. I, I believe it comes from staying in the present. Um, I think I, I, I think if I was all about myself and I wanted to beat my chest, well, if I was going to beat my chest, it's about, you know, blocking for Tony Dorsett or blocking for Bo. And so I don't really, I, I'm not talking about it. I'm, I'm not in that. I'm, I'm dealing with whatever I'm dealing with today. This is kind of a a different, different answer to your question, but I think uh, being humble is just staying in the present and not thinking about that. It was, it was an amazing experience. And I wouldn't have traded it for anything. I've had a lot of amazing experiences. That's why I wanted to write my um, uh, aggressively human memoir. Um, but humbling is uh, I also too I learned from other people and that that would be what I'd consider a bad mentor, somebody that's that's braggadocious. Um, and it just it just kind of turns you off listening to it. Um, I'm okay talk about it all day, all my experiences with my business or, you know, uh, do things with things we did with, with global giving or just all my football experiences, my fights with, you know, different players and Lawrence Taylor, if I'm asked, but I'm just uh, um, not, not going to lead with that. I'm going to lead with whatever's going right now with you and I.
0: That's great. And you know, what I think about specifically enough is you're seeing this experience now with your book and now signing autographs and having autograph pictures. That's got to be pretty cool right to go back to that a little bit but in a different way and be able to really have those conversations that maybe 20 years ago you couldn't have with fans yeah it
1: is is, i'm really enjoying this this whole process this whole journey um going up to las vegas this weekend you know I'm, i'm they're having i'm having two uh book signings it was like you know it's kind of getting back to the old days of when I was playing. It's, uh, you know, my little marquees or something. And, you know, hearing it on the radio that Steve Wright's going to be on, I'm going to be on Fox Radio, Raider Radio in Las Vegas Sunday morning. Um, yeah, it's it, it's a trip. It's fun. I'm staying super active on uh, social media, trying to respond to everybody. But, you know, everybody wants a, a little piece. And I got, yeah, it's just a it's 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 it it is exciting and so i'm just going to keep writing this and giving back as hard and as fast as i can because it comes back to me and if i just reach out and social with everybody i'm I'm just coming from my heart and i want to you know connect and thank right. you for connecting
0: all right write right now to purchase the book or amazon and continued success with the book and the stories. And I'm going to look at Al Davis next week. Cause I got to talk about Al uh, just a huge uh, story and we'll just continue with these stories. And I appreciate Steve for stopping. Thank you. All right. You're listening, watching the Neil Haley show. And we'll be back in just a moment.